You know, it's 1968. I'm 18 years old in the jungles of Panama on my very first missionary trip, living with an Indian tribe that didn't wear clothes. And we lived wildcat style, no catch, no eat. If I shot a monkey, we ate monkey. If I shot a pig, we ate pig. Didn't eat anything, didn't shoot anything, didn't eat anything. And I learned a powerful lesson watching these, the, the Indian tribe catch monkeys alive. And when they wanted to eat them, we just, we just shot them and killed them. But uh, when they wanted to go sell them or take them in alive, they would put a, a, a like a, a, a five gallon water jug out in the jungle that they'd brought in from the city. And uh, they'd put bananas in the bottom of it and they'd put them in a local spot where they knew the monkeys were gonna hang out. And then sure enough, here would come monkeys after a while and they'd uh, reach their hand down there and they'd grab a banana. And uh, because they wouldn't let go of it, because they kept the banana in their fist, they couldn't get their hand out of the jar. And so they'd hear us coming, they'd hear the, the tribe wow. coming, they'd smell us coming, they'd hear us coming, they'd start screaming and yelling and hollering and throwing a fit and jumping all over the place, knocking the jug down, dragging it with them. But they'd never open their hand to get loose and gain their freedom. And I learned something about partnership and about giving from that is that uh, you can't receive from God with That's an open, right. with an with a closed fist or a closed heart. That's right. But if you live with an open fist and an open heart, That's you'll right. always be able to be a giver and a receiver. And I've lived by that, Renee, for yes, 53 years That's that I right. refuse to keep a closed fist. I'm gonna let that, I'm gonna open my fist, open my heart, be a blessing partner with, I've partnered with people with ministries all my life and will continue to do so. That's right. We love you, God bless you. There's a link Thank on the you. bottom. If you wanna get a hold of us, partner with us, uh, terrymize.com or click on the link. We love you, God bless you. So all of heaven is watching the earth all the time, looking for a man or a woman that's going to use the Word of God, that's going to speak the Word of God, that's going to move on the Word of God. And when they do, heaven moves. God bless you. Welcome today to More Than Conquerors program. We are just thrilled you're here <laughs> and that we are also honored that you have given us your time and uh, we want to do everything we can during this program to encourage you, love you, bless you, um, you know, uh, encourage you to continue to do, as the Bible says, uh, more love and good works and uh, be able to be the shining bright light wherever you go for the kingdom of God. Amen. What a blessed, blessed life we live as Christians, members of the kingdom of God to represent the greatest message ever told to mankind, the greatest kingdom um, the, even though it's unseen and yet it lives through each individual human heart. Isn't that wonderful? Yes, it is. I mean, it's equal opportunity glory. <laughs> it's equal opportunity, the glorious things of God living through every single one of us. I'm so grateful for that. Me too. I mean, it's just outstanding, Terry, to think we can walk around and in our individual lives be more than conquerors over everything that comes against us. We're, we know we're going to end up winning over it. And then yet, 
there's a corporate anointing, mm-hmm. the corporate group effort that is made by the body of Christ around the world, or we do really big things. No, that's you right. Know? That's why it's important to be in church yes. and to be with like fellows of fellow <laughs> believers of like precious faith. Yes. Because corporately we can do more right. than we can individually. Isn't that outstanding? You, know, you and I both have said so many, many, many times over the years <laughs> that church was probably the best idea God yes. had after salvation. And that's why because the devil you get together fights it so hard. Corporate prayer, corporate yeah. praise and worship, corporate faith, corporate giving, corporate. Yeah. I mean, it, it's just, well, all those scriptures in the Bible are about yeah. threefold cords hardly broken. Right. And, and how can two walk together unless they be agreed? And where two on earth agrees, that's yes. one thing. Exactly. Our Father will do for us, which is in heaven. I mean, all those agreement scriptures. Uh, and and then the devil's trying to, in our own government, is trying to keep us out of church, right. and keep us individual. That's what lions do in Africa. Right. You know, separate the separate the old and separate the weak and separate people yeah. from the crowd yeah. because they're, they're, corporately there's power and there's strength. You get out there by yourself Isn't and, and you're, you can be vulnerable. You can be a you can be lunch. Yeah, <laughs> you can be lunch or you can be a helper. <laughs> Fellow helpers of the truth is what the Apostle Amen. Paul said. But I we, we, we've been talking for two weeks about uh, partnership Yeah, and about uh, the, cal- the checkbook that God gives us every right. year. Here we are almost in 2023. Yeah. 12 checks January through and December. It was a new checkbook yeah. with 12 checks in it. Yeah, And then at the end of the year, just like at the end of this year, we can say to the Lord, Lord, I spent those 12 checks. Yeah. I hope you're happy. Right. Did, did, did I please you? Did I? Oh, and you my, know, my. If, if you haven't done too well through the year, then you, then I'd say get busy. And so that the December check can, a big be, finish. can be one <laughs> that you can present to the Lord and say, well, uh, I finished yeah. the year good. I didn't do too good, didn't start too good, but I finished the year. Well, it's like Ecclesiastes say, you know, and, and I've, I've been thinking about that a whole lot, Terry, where it's. It says that the end of a thing is better than yeah. the beginning yeah. of a thing and that God knows the end yeah. from the beginning yeah. and that all of these things are just so supernatural the way heaven looks at everything right. and that he is doing the, the word of God has been written. The power of the Holy Ghost has been given to every individual to help you yeah. become the best you can be. Even over there in First uh, John 2, it says you have an unction from the Holy, from the one, Holy one and he teaches you all things. Mm-hmm. I mean, it, basically what it's doing, the Holy Ghost comes to live in you to help you be the best you. Yeah. You can be. Yeah. He's the teacher of the church. He teaches you. He, Jesus said he'll, he'll be not just with you, but he'll be in you. Yes. And he'll bring to your remembrance all things that yes, I've taught yes, you. Yes, yes, yes. And talking about partnership, you know, we started yeah. last week over in Numbers. The Holy you Ghost know, is I, your partner. And we said, here is where it started. Right, right. Because Moses said, I'm leading these two million Jews all by myself. It's a heavy burden for me. I can't <laughs> That was do a it. rough gig, I'm, I'm the, I tell I'm the you. chief cook and bottle washer. I'm yeah, keeping the nursery. Yeah. I'm changing diapers. I'm having to part the mustache to get the bottle in the mouth. No joke. And, and he said, if you're going to treat me this way, Lord, just kill me. Right. If you love me, just kill me right now. And he said, I can't, it's too heavy for me. I can't do this alone. And so God said, all right, here's the deal. And that was in Numbers 11, starting at verse 11. Right, right. And through 17. Right. And, and the Lord said, bring 70 men in here that you know for a fact are leaders of the people. Right. And he said, I will take my, your spirit, Moses. Right. Not, not God's spirit, but right. I'll take your spirit, Moses, and put on those 70 men. Right. And they will help you. Right. And you'll not have to bear this alone. Isn't that and wonderful? And that's the starting. And we see the partnership. partnership. Moses had these partners. Isn't that wonderful? 70 partners. Yeah. 
And uh, and then we see that David had partners. You know, partnership was God's idea. No preacher thought this up. No, that's right. Uh, preacher didn't say, oh, I need partners from me. No, no, God thought this up. And so David, we see in, in, in 1 Samuel, we know the story where David came back to his hometown, Ziklag, right. and came back from a campaign. And, and all of a sudden, he realized, they realized the bad guys have been there. Wow. And they, they've destroyed the town, burned the town. Right, right. They've, they've killed the men that they were left. They've, they've, ta- they've taken the women and children. Right. Uh, uh, they've taken David's wives and the other, other men's wives and, and the cattle and the uh, the, the stock uh, yeah. and, the, all their and the goods, all the way, everything. Yeah, everything. They've taken it. It was all gone. And so the men wanted to kill David over it and said, shame on you. This is bad leadership. That's right. And uh, David asked the Lord, so what should I do? Should I pursue him? And the Lord said, yeah, pursue and overtake him. You'll recover everything. And recover all. You'll recover all. here in the year 2022, the year of our Lord 2022, to do great and mighty things for the kingdom of God, to focus on helping children around the world. Last year, we did 42 nations in 20, 20, 42 different orphanages in 26 different nations. And we are just delighted to do that all the time. Besides all year long, we're helping widows and homes of people that are in need around the world. And we want to be able to do even better this year than we've done the last two years. We just look forward to hearing from you. It's going to be a great time. We're going to do great things and we're going to do it together. God bless you. We pray all of God's abundant blessings on you coming in and going out. And so they, they took off after the bad wow. guys. Thank you, Father. But David's men had been on this long campaign, and so they were pretty tuckered out, you know. And yet David still has to has to move fast so they can't take all the stuff right. with them. Right. But they can't just leave it there because there's nobody there to watch it. So they leave right. some guys there to watch it. And then they go on and pursue they the bad on. guys. They catch them. They, they kill them. <laughs> they take all their stuff all back, their plus stuff they back. take all the all bad, bad guys' guy stuff. stuff. Yeah. And their wives and their kids, and they come yeah. back. And when they get back after on, on that campaign, a victorious campaign, they're all excited. They're all saying, praise the Lord, we'll get our stuff back, plus we get the bad guys' stuff. And so they start figuring how they would divvy it up, right. you know, and they decided they're not going to give any to the guys that didn't go with them. And, and David said, oh, no, 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 that isn't going to happen. He said, God, those that had to stay here and watch that our stuff. That was a good moment. Yeah, yeah. He said, those that had to stay here and watch our stuff. He said, they they get the same rewards as they, mm-hmm. they go down to battle. Yeah. And they shall part alike. It's kind of like they there's, there's, there's a phrase in the military. I'm a veteran. And <laughs> there's a phrase in the military that's used a lot. Yeah. And, and, and they'll say, and maybe some guy's a truck driver in the military. And, he'll, and right. they'll, they'll say, well, they that drive trucks serve too. Or maybe they're, they're a clerk. They're, those that are clerks drive too or serve too. Or a cook. Those that are cooks serve too. Everybody's important. You know, we thank God for the fighting troop, but yet he's got to have support troops. And in our military, there's more support troops than there are fighting troops. Right, because all those right. support troops are there just to support, support the fighting troops. Support the fighting troops, yeah. And so David came back and he said, he made this statement in First Samuel 30, verse 24 and 25. He said, for who will hearken to you in this matter? 
But as his part is that goes down to the battle, so shall his part be that tarries by the stuff. They shall part alike. And it was so from that day forward that he made it a statue and an ordinance for Israel unto this day. So it's an absolute statue right. and law of God that the partners reap just like those that went down to battle. Yeah. And, uh, you, you know, Jackie, all those years, she's married to me, uh, you know, 44 right. years. Right. Uh, she used to say, I, I get that stuff. I get, you know, I, I stay home and keep the kids and keep the house and right. keep the stuff. And you go to India and Africa and Southeast Asian places right. and I have right. blind eyes open, deaf ears unstopped, cripples right. walk. Devils cast out of witch doctors, mm -hmm. dead raised, people saved, people feel the Holy Ghost. She's, right. I get a, I get a, I get credit for that you right. know, in heaven because she's, right. I'm staying here by the stuff. So we part alike. Yeah. And, and, and so that's what we pray over our partners, that our partners get what we get, that our partners part alike because that's we couldn't exactly go do right. it. Uh, we have to have them to help us. You That's know, right. so we're, we're, we're in it together. We're partners together. It's ownership together. And so they get blessed. So we see partners in the Old Testament. We see it with Moses. He had partners. Right. We see it with David. He had partners. Yeah. Then you get in the New Testament with Jesus. Jesus had partners. Yes. And it tells us in Luke chapter 8, it says, It came to pass afterward, verse 1, came to pass afterward that Jesus went throughout every city and village preaching and showing the glad tidings of the kingdom of God. And the twelve... Right. We're with him. We've always known that. We've always known the 12 <laughs> disciples are with him everywhere he went. Right. But here's something people didn't always realize. He said the 12 were with him and certain women. Yes. What? Certain women were mm -hmm. with him, traveled with him, which had been healed of evil spirits and infirmities. And then he names three of them. Anytime the Bible names a woman, it's a big deal. It is Usually a very big deal. it doesn't tell deal. a woman's name, but when right. it does, it's a big deal. So you ought to pay attention. And it names three of these ladies. Yes. It said, it said uh, there was Mary Magdalene, out of, out, out, of, out of whom went seven devils. And Jesus had delivered her, cast the devils out of her. And then Joanna, who's the wife of Chusa, and Chusa happens to be the CPA for Herod. He keeps Herod's money. He's, he's Herod's steward. So the guy that's handling King Herod's yes. money, his <laughs> wife's running around Jesus. And then it says, and Susanna, yes. the three of them, right. Mary, Su Joanna, Susanna, and many, many others. others. Many others. When the Bible says many, that's a bunch. And many right. others. We don't know how many that is, but it's a bunch. That it is says, a bunch. And, they, and many others which ministered to him, to Jesus, of their substance. That's right. Their money. Don't you know those women yeah. were networkers? Yes, they were. Don't you know that Chusa's wife was in high society? She was right up there in the political ranks. And uh, and, and so Absolutely. Jesus says to her, hey, tomorrow we're going to go to Capernaum, or we're going to go to Galilee, or we're going to go to here, or we're going to go there. Yeah. Don't you know they'd send little missives? Little, that, that's a that's an old word for notes that us old folks use. Uh, send little, <laughs> little notes, just send a text, <laughs> you know, a tweet. And they tell their friends of their same status in that town. Yes. You know, that political level or that wealth level, that network. And right. they'd say, hey, Jesus is going to be in your town tomorrow. And about two o'clock, we're going to have a meeting. So I need you to get everybody. Go, go get the sick people. Bring the sick people. <laughs> and so when Jesus got there, he didn't go gather the sick people. No, up. he didn't. When he got there, they those already ladies there. already had that done. Yeah, they were waiting. And the disciples were there to, to do crowd control and so on and so forth. But the Jesus had all that minute, all those partners right. to make those things happen. 
And I'm just, I'm just, you know, I, I've preached a message for many, many, many years that you love. The first time you heard me preach it, 40, yes. 45 years ago. Long, you know, yeah, at least. Uh, that the real heroes of the real Bible. Real heroes of the Bible. Are called they. Yes. Because the Bible says they brought them to Jesus. They. So we, and nobody knows they. who they are. But <laughs> but if you can go in the book of Matthew, just, just Matthew right. alone, you see miracle after miracle after miracle after miracles. And it says they brought to him. They brought they him. Brought they them. brought the blind. Brought they brought the sick. They brought the demon possessed. They brought those that had the palsy. They brought them and he healed them. So he wouldn't have healed them had they not brought them. So it was all a partner. So Jesus had right. partners. And then you see after you leave uh, that scripture there in Luke, if you look at Matthew 14, starting in verse 35, it says, And when the men of that place had knowledge of Jesus, they sent out into all they, that country round about. They, they, they those out. men sent out to all that country round about and brought to him all, a double L, not some, not, not a few, not a handful, right, right. all oh. that were diseased. And then they, the men, begged Jesus <laughs> that the sick people could just touch the hem of his garment. Isn't Jesus, that you don't have to preach. You don't have to pray for them. Just walk by and let them touch Hallelujah. It. And it says, and as many as touched were made perfectly whole. So those men made that happen. It says, when the men of that area had knowledge of Jesus. I, I wonder today if some, if men in churches even have knowledge of Jesus anymore. Because if we have knowledge of Jesus, we'll bring people to him. And that's exactly what. So we see we see partners with Moses. Right. We see partners with David. We see partners with Jesus. Then you get to the Apostle Paul. And we know that Paul had partners. Yeah. And it says in Philippians chapter four, starting in verse 15, Paul said, Now you Philippians know that in the uh, know also the beginning of the gospel, when I departed from Macedonia, no church communicated with me as in concerning giving and receiving, except you, you only. And he said, for even in Thessalonica. You sent once and again to my necessity. Now, what Paul's saying here, he said, hey, look, even when I did my crusade in Thessalonica, it wasn't right. the Thessalonians right. that paid for that crusade. It right. was you Philippians. They were his partners. <laughs> and he said, you sent once and yes. again, even when I was in Thessalonica, and you sent to my necessity, not because I desire a gift, but I desire fruit that may abound to your account. But I have all and abound, and I'm full, having received from Ephroditus the things which were sent from you, an odor of sweet smell, a sacrifice, acceptable, well-pleasing to God. And then he makes this Thank powerful you, statement over his partners. His yes. missionary partners, right. the Philippians. He said, but my God shall supply all your yeah. need Monumental according to verse. his riches in glory by Christ Jesus. Why? Right. Because you're my partners. Yeah. Because you're my missionary partner. You, you, made, you made what I do possible by partnering with me. And so we see partners in, with Moses. We see partners with David. We see partners with Jesus. We see partners with Paul. Right. Partners have been around. God thought them up. He invented them. And so we still have partners today. And, uh, you know, when I was a little boy, Renee, how much uh, time we got? Give okay, one. Go ahead. My favorite one, and I had to look up the exact reference, is that the Apostle Paul is teaching there in 2 Corinthians chapter 6. He said, "Where we then as workers together, workers together. with him. Mm -hmm. Capital H I M. He said, "Yeah, I beseech you. Co we are we are workers together. The King James says, co-laborers mm -hmm. together with him. He said, I beseech you also that ye receive not the grace of God in vain. Yeah. So there's the grace of God mm -hmm. 
to be a co-laborer with mm -hmm. God mm -hmm. and with the man of God. Oh, and that's an unusual verse. So we receive the grace exactly. to be a co-laborer with God and with the man of mm -hmm. God. And I find that verse especially comforting. Oh, yeah, it is. Well, you in know, 2 Corinthians chapter 8. 2 uh, Corinthians 6, 1. Yeah, but in 2 Corinthians chapter 8, right. Paul makes the statement yes. that he says, listen, the church over at Philippi, right. <laughs> he calls them the church at Macedonia because right. uh, because Macedonia was a province. Right. You know, like Texas is a state. Right. Or Oklahoma is a state or California is a state. And, and so he'd say the church over in Macedonia, I mean right. the province, but there right. were cities in the province right. and Philippi was in the province of Macedonia, right. and yet Corinth was in was a city in the province of of Achaia, mm. and so so he yes, said Greece, yeah, like, yeah, mm. and so he said to them, uh, look, the church over at Macedonia said right. they they're a poor church, they were in their deep poverty, Isn't but he said something? even so they begged us, they begged us, they begged that us, is such they a phenomenal us verse. to receive the gift, the gift, and he said, and they not only gave to us of their of their ability, in other words, what they had, he said they gave beyond their ability. They gave what they didn't have. They believed God and used their faith to give money to Paul, money they didn't even have. They believed God for it, and God got wow. it to them out of the unknown. The apostle Paul sure instructed them and, and lauded them. He not only talked to them about sure. their giving all the time, but he also lauded them and put it down in the Bible. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I mean, I find that phenomenal Absolutely. as well, Absolutely. that their giving was there. No, that's right. You know? But anyway, I started saying, well, when I was a little boy, I, I, I remember being six years old and my church started building a new building. Right. And the men of that church were wise enough and smart enough. Right. To let a little six-year-old boy that was probably, <laughs> I was probably in the way. I probably yeah. wasn't any help at all. <laughs> they probably wished I'd have stayed home. But, but they let me help. And they'd hand me a brick and they'd say, go take this brick over there to Brother Bill. And so I'd take him a brick. And sometimes they'd have like a sawhorse sitting out there and they'd have a, right. a tube of six leaning up where you could walk up. And, and so I'd take a brick and walk up that tube of right. six onto the right. sawhorse and hand it to another brother. And, and I just run all the errands like that. Well, by them allowing me to do exactly. that, what it a great gave thing. me ownership. That's the goodness because of God. Because all of a sudden, day after day after day, I thought, I'm building this church. <laughs> and then after we got it built, I built this church. <laughs> and I mean, for years. I mean, for years. Now, that we, our church finally sold the building to another church. We right, moved off out right. another part of town, built another church. But I mean, I'd go back and drive over there when I got old enough to drive. You know, and then even when I moved away, I, every time I'd come back to Midland, Texas, which is where I was raised, when I come back to Midland, Texas, I'd go over and right. see that church. I built that church. In fact, I took you to Midland yes. to show you the church I built, right. and, and they'd torn it down. <laughs> That's right. But I mean, right. it, it gave me ownership because they let me partner with them. Exactly. Even though I probably wasn't much help, they they knew that that would lock me into partnership. And then, you know, when something needed done around the pastor's house, the parsonage, we called it, uh, I remember when they said, we need to paint the pastor's house. They go, I'll, I'll help. Man, I was aware painting the pastor's house, you know. And, and then later, I was mowing his grass and I was washing his car. And that gave me an, an ownership. Yes. And then one more thing I wanted to say. Another time, my mother and I, I was 15, and my mother and I were driving across town. And she drove down a road in town that I had never been on before. And we were, we came up to a church, and she was driving past it. And she and she we saw a man outside uh, with a shovel, and he was plant, he was he was planting bushes. Mm. And that wasn't our church. We didn't go to that church. 
I didn't know who that was. Right. And she said, oh, that's the pastor of that church. She, that's Brother uh, McNerlin. She said, I met him uh, at a meeting somewhere, blah, blah, blah. And I said, that's the pastor? Yeah. And it was on a Saturday. I'll never forget it. She yeah. said, yes. I said, stop the car. She said, what? I said, stop the car. And she stopped the car. And I just got out. I said, I'll be home later. I'll, I'll catch a ride home. And she didn't know what I was going to do. And I walked up there to this guy that I didn't know, and he didn't know me. And uh, he just stopped and kind of leaned on his shovel when I walked up there. And I was a 15-year-old kid. And I said, sir, my mama tells me that you're the pastor. He said, yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm Glenn McNerland. He shook my hand. I said, well, I'm Terry Miles. And I said, uh, why are you doing this? Mm-hmm. He said, what? And I said, planting these bushes. He said, well, of course, the church needs some bushes. I said, no, no, I don't mean that. I mean, why are you doing it? You're the pastor. It's Saturday. You shouldn't be doing this on Saturday. Yeah. You should be at home uh, reading your Bible, studying, praying, getting ready for serving service tomorrow mm. to lead your sheep into cool water and green grass and feed them and help them. And you're out here doing this. I said, where's your church people? Why aren't they helping you? He said, oh, son, I don't know. It's okay. I said, no, it's not okay. And I said, you tell me where you want these bushes and how you want them done. And then show me where to put the tools up at. And I'll, I'll do this for you. And I'll, I'll do a good job. Well, he immediately thought I wanted money to, to you know, for a job. And, I, and he said, son, I couldn't pay you. And I said, I wouldn't take money. I'd be offended if you offered me money to help yeah. the church. Not my church, not my pastor. But I said, I, I'd be offended. I said, you tell me how you want these bushes planted. And you tell me how to where to put the shovel when I'm through. And so he showed me and. And I said, you go on home. I'll take care of this. And I said, I'll do a good job because I'm not doing it for you. I'm doing it for God. And I planted those bushes and did a good job. And I cleaned the shovel up and put it away where he told me to. And I mean, for years, I'd drive by that church. In fact, right. I drove you by there. I said, see those bushes? I planted those. Those are my bushes. <laughs> I planted those bushes because right. it gave me a, a, an ownership because they let me partner Right. And so that's what partnership does. So we, we, we encourage you to partner with us at Terry Miles Ministries. We encourage you to partner with us with JMICF, our humanitarian aid organization that we give to orphans and widows and disaster relief around the world uh, year round. But we do a big push at Christmas time. We're just about at Christmas now. So we've already made our make, making our big push for Christmas uh, to help orphans. Last year, we gave over uh, to over 40 orphanages. In 26, 26 nations, con- nations, we countries. dug water wells, we bought vehicles, we uh, we roofed houses. We, we did a lot of stuff last year. Yeah, in fact, put, in last... I think we put roofs on three different widows' houses. And and uh, really, I mean, women that had small children. Yeah. You know, I think the oldest child in one of those houses was 13. But the rest of them were, were small children. And, uh, you know, when you're in a third world country, and you don't have uh, a husband, and you don't have any help, and uh, everybody around you needs help, but you don't even have a roof on your house. Yeah. Thank God, Terry, we were able to do some absolutely, things like that. Absolutely, you know, and be able to help. Bought vehicles all. for special yeah. needs orphanages yeah. in India and another in Cambodia right. and uh, in Burma and, and, and one in Cambodia and, and, and in and, Ukraine. We bought two vehicles. Before we leave today, too, I wanted to just remind everybody, we have helped uh, two separate human trafficking dynamic yes, yes. places for that are refuge for women and children yes, yes. that come out of human trafficking. Well, the time has gone for today, but I'm telling you, we are thrilled. You have joined us, honored that you took the time to listen, and uh, we are just excited about what God's doing in the earth today. There's a lot of work to do, and we're gonna keep on doing it, right? We are. No quit. (laughs) More More than than conquerors. conquerors. Bye-bye.
Hello, everybody. Renee and I just want to remind you that the greatest miracle of all time and the only eternal miracle is salvation. So uh, let's just do that right now. Pray this prayer after me. Father God, I come before you today to accept Jesus. I believe in my heart Jesus is the Son of God. I call on you today according to your word. I ask you to forgive me of my sins. Wash me in your blood. Make me a new creature. Thank you, Lord, for saving me, and I'll serve you the rest of my days in Jesus' name. If you prayed that prayer, the Bible says you're saved. You're born again. So write us, let us know, tell somebody that you prayed with Terry and Renee and that you gave your heart to Jesus. We love you. God bless you.